Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We are going to review the first three episodes of House of the Dragon for you. My name's Wayne. And my name is Paul Strange. We're then for this brand new HBO spin-off from the juggernaut that was Game of Thrones that ran between 2011 to 2019. And as you're well aware, if you've listened to the show for a long time, it was fairly divisive by the end of its tenure. Well, so the end, certainly, yes. This is the prequel series set some 200 or 172 years before the birth of Daenerys Targaryen and follows House Targaryen and eventually the civil war slash war of succession that will take place between them. It's based on Fire and Blood by George R.R. R. Martin, noted fat cunt lazy <laughs> prick. And Who Paul has not forgiven. By he... And Ryan, or created by he and Ryan Condell. It stars Paddy Constantine, Matt Smith, Emma D'Arcy, Reese Ifan, Steve Toussaint, Eve Best, yeah, and a bunch of other people. Mm. The theme music is once again by Raymond Jawadi. And of course, interestingly... It's the same theme, isn't it? The same theme from episode two onwards as the opener of the Game of Thrones. First time I've ever seen that happen in all of movie, oh, sorry, TV Probably a smart history. Move. HBO Network. We've had three episodes, as Wayne said, so far, with ten episodes to come in this first season. Obviously, no word on budget or ratings or the like, because HBO plays that shit close to their chest. Wayne, mm-hmm. what is House of the Dragon about? It's kind of what you said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a, stole a, your thunder, sorry. Exactly. It's pretty much House Targaryen, 172 years before Daenerys was, was born. There were many blonde people. There are, many, <laughs> there are dragons. There's not quite as much titty. That, I, that I've seen so Wayne far. devastated. No, no, but like, you know, you think to yourself, well, what's the formula? It's T and A and some D. And violence. Yes, uh, but no, none of that. Uh, but yes, violence and lots of flames and shit. Uh, very, very um, lush uh, as well, visually. So that's the show, man. On Rotten Tomatoes, the series holds an approval rating of 85% with an average rating of 9 out of 10 based on 602 reviews. On Metacritic, which do, does the weighted average, it has a score of 69 out of 100 based on 43 reviews, indicating generally favourable reviews. Hmm. But what do we think, Wayne? Let's get off with you. How have you so far taken non-spoiler to begin, and then sure. we'll call the spoiler button pretty early, I think. Generally speaking, how are you finding House of the Dragon thus far? So far, it's great. I actually say I like it. Great. I think it looks gorgeous. You, Unlike Game of Thrones, which is a slow burn for dragons, do you get dragons right up front here? You know? Well, if that's all you're in for, dragons. Not really, but what I would say that is that, um, first of all, I didn't know Doctor Who was in it, right? So I'm like, oh, <laughs> look at that, it's Matt Smith. So I'm like, that's nice. The thing that I, that I like about it so far is that the drama and so on, we're still getting into the characters, so it's a little hard to throw in one way or the other. But by the third episode, you are actually sort of invested in certain characters. What I like about it is that the Targaryens are most definitely... The most stylish of all the houses. <laughs> their their shit is cool. Their 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 the castles are huge. The armor, their armor is really sweet because it looks like dragon ass armor. And in fact, Daenerys, <laughs> Daenerys. Even, I'm not sure they want a dragon ass. Dragon ass, dragon date. Um, <laughs> the the chick, the name Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra, that that thing. Uh, the young girl. Okay, I'll, I'll just I'll just get this out of the way. Her clothes are cool. There's this one thing she's wearing. <laughs> it's just so cool, right? She's wearing like sort of like a, whatever just normal around the castle kind of outfit. But the shoulders on her on her outfit are actually leather elements that look like dragon scale. I'm like, ooh, that looks fucking cool. So that's very cool. I know, I know. Um, but the depiction of dragons and and the use of them. It's also very cool looking. I found it very cool looking. And it's clearly expensive insofar as it's vast. Like, it's like they've got the budget to, I don't know, CGI or whatever, but you see long, wide shots of castles and fucking encampments and stuff like that. So, well, I put out the casting call for a dragon and no one came forward. Right. How about that? Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I, I'm, I'm so far liking it cautiously because 
Paul, remember this, right, Paul? Because everyone likes to shit on Game of Thrones because of that last season. Okay? In particular last season. In particular yes. last season. Remember, for eight, seven, whatever years, right? Seasons. That was, without a doubt, the best show on TV. I crapped my pants. People didn't even call it Monday Night. They called it Game of Thrones Night in, you know, mm-hmm. in, in Australia. Anyway, such a good show. And then because they screwed the pooch so heavily at the end, people got pissed off at the whole fucking show. So yeah, I mean, maybe I think you're right. Some no, absolutely people, rabid, people, rabid people did. I, I, I think most reasonable people will say exactly what you said there. The final season, massive disappointment, huge letdown, way too rushed. The showrunners, Benisov and Weiss, absolutely sold the soul of the show for that to line their own pockets to rush off to do a Star Wars trilogy that never came to fruition. So, Such a bad move, bro. Yeah, terrible. And it was, I don't know what the politics behind that were, but um, and the fucking show over to someone else who wants to keep running it. Or can or what and and you know and that's what I was thinking. Like the the reason that show was so good was for a while when it was good was definitely the writers. It was definitely that they had crafted something and made something that was cool. Now this show here, it's not by them. No, they've got nothing to do with it. But I will say the spirit of it being quite a harsh and quite like you know dramatically sort of like huge show is still there for me in the third these first three episodes. So. While, you know, it's it's always hard. The first three episodes of Game of Thrones are fucking shit. If you're, not shit, but very difficult to follow for me. And if you hadn't read the books or whatever, which yeah, I hadn't at the time, yeah, fair enough. it's actually quite hard to get on. So it's hard to make the call here on three episodes. But so far, I'm going to keep watching. Oh, for sure. No, there's no question I'll keep watching. So I'm right there with you as far as that goes. The co-showrunner on this first season is Miguel Sapochnik, okay. who directed the Battle of the Bastards episode among numerous others. Okay, bit of DNA. Yep, good, good. Now, five days after the premiere episode of this show, it was renewed for a second season by HBO, but Miguel is is departing. So he is a showrunner in this first season, and it's all going over to Ryan Condell to do the second season. So, Do we know him? No, no, no I don't know his name yeah, from okay. anything. Okay. I'm not sure what the plans are for second season. My understanding is by the end of this first season, there'll be the inevitable development, which has to have happened for there to be a civil war among House Targaryen. Okay, so, no, I don't know anything about this, so I'm just guessing everyone. Does that mean the, the king buys a farm? I'm not going to say it. In, oh, in spoilers. Oh, do you have you, have you read the book? No. Oh. No, no. But if um, you're going to have a civil war between parties, then in terms of succession to the throne, it does tend to imply... That someone will challenge someone else's rule? Is that what you're saying? Well, I let's can't... find out. I, okay. I'm being okay, okay. I'm being right. vague to not spoil it for anyone who really doesn't want to know anything. But let me just say, I like it as well. I'm not as warm on it as I was on the opening episodes of Game of Thrones because I'd read the books unlike your good self mm. and I knew who was what and how things were. So for me, it was ne- it was never obtuse and difficult to follow. In fact, my memory is of with my then-girlfriend, now wife, watching it with her, I'd be pausing it to explain. Oh, yeah, I did that with mine as well. Yeah. So it was a very different experience. I quite enjoy the fact that I didn't, I haven't read Fire and Blood. I'm just not interested in reading a, a fucking history of... Of the Targaryens when I'm when waiting, did he write this? I'm waiting for the Winds of Fucking Winter to be released. So again, did, George, when, when did he sort your shit out. Did he oh, write it Yeah, in so the last he, eleven years. So he was he should have been writing f- the, yes. the, the, the Winds of Winter, but he wrote this instead. Yes, for fuck's sake. And it's Jeff. not even a it's not even a story. It's it's a history book. Oh, so they're actually dramatizing a history book. Yeah, as far as I understand it, again, having not read it, it's a history of the Targaryens. So it's not even written like a narrative with a, you know, protagonist and antagonists and the like. So it's a bizarre 736 pages. The reviews of that book, Hugo Rifkind of the Times described it as indeterminable, self-indulgent crap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in that case, I'm a little bit more impressed at this show because 
this show is definitely a story, a drama, a narrative. Yeah, so they've they've taken the history and they're turning it into into something else, a bit more, from the sounds of things, pal- palatable. So I'm enjoying the funness of not knowing anything. Like I know 172 years from now, Daenerys is born and the Targaryens are no longer in power in Westeros. It's interesting to know that or to see what these... Because they're always referred to in Game of Thrones where they talk about like... Because there's that very famous uh, castle in the Game of Thrones series which was melted by dragons. Presumably that's somewhere in this show. Yeah, like, you know, well like the, the something of the Doom of Valyria, I think it was called. Oh, Valyria is uh, the different... That's that's a whole different... That's a whole uh, different thing? Yeah. Okay. So the, Valyria is where the Targaryens, and I can't remember the name... From. ...come from. And they came across the, to escape the Doom. And they brought their dragons with them, oh. and this other powerful house, which is I can't remember the name of Valerian, so Corlys Valerian. So his house mm-hmm. is the other big powerful house, and they're the ones that are sort of already behind the scenes vying for the throne and, and the rest of it. So I won't say any more than that to be to be vague. Okay, so they brought their dragons, and that is so these two powerful houses came from Valeria uh, to escape that and set up on Westeros and ruled obviously kind of colonial colonized and took over from the locals if you will because they had dragons and who can fight back against dragons exactly well, apparently crab people can but we'll get back to that in a moment mm-hmm. so i'm enjoying that aspect of it yes it's slow particularly the first two episodes but that's okay we're setting the scene we're setting the story so is game of thrones what's yeah so, i yeah. agree what's getting me through is the promise of this is going to build to something this is going to be more of the backstabbing and treachery and surprise deaths and oh my god whatever who saw that coming kind of moments what's i've enjoyed so far are the performances yeah. i think everybody's good there's not a weak link in this cast everyone's doing their job well i think paddy considine is excellent as viserius 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 yep uh, he's fantastic as the king you can really sort of see his torture at times and when he's playing drunk in episode three, I'm like, wow, that's some good acting. No, it was. I, I agree. That was actually a really good episode. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's cool. I think there's something about, like, it's such a thing when you're introducing all new characters in the same world, well, Correct. previous same yeah. world. You've got to warm to them. And so far, the girl, Rhaenyra. Yeah, she's she's the one seems to be the, the, the most likable. She's the avatar for Danny, kind of, but not really. Well, it's very easy to side with her. You, you know, She's just got the misfortune of being a woman in this world. Much like the queen who fired for the for the or the queen, whatever that the queen, the, the, female, well, uh, yeah. the queen who never was, whatever they call her. Yeah, that her. So and she's a cunt, by the way. So like uh, on purpose, very very prickly, I suppose. I uh, don't well, care. As for you her. would be if you've been overlooked as as arguably the most the best qualified to to rule the realm. No, you're a woman. Not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you might argue if 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 for whatever reason you know Viserys was overlooked in her favor, would he be similarly pissed off? Probably not because he's like, well, they pissed me off because I'm a man or a woman or whatever. But I don't oh, know. I don't know. I, know. I think that would really do do a number to your head. So I mean, I'm definitely want to watch it. I don't think it's amazing. I don't think it's like, well, every second you're hanging off. I don't think no. it's doing that good a job of and that. And I, I wouldn't expect it to be in three episodes. To be fair, would you? Look, think back about some of the best TV shows. Yeah, think about who. Okay, so Breaking Bad. I think the first season, first season was, of Breaking Bad is the worst season. Yeah, it took so, a while. And break, Better Call Saul. Sorry, I couldn't even get. I watched the first season, couldn't God. even get to the second season. I've been told by so many oh, people, just as you good. have to watch just it. Just as good. I'm like, I, yeah. Fuck. I didn't get past the first season either. No, I, I finished first season. I'm like, really? That's what we we're, we're delivering on the of Breaking Bad. And it's the thing. I've heard people say to me, "Oh, I saw the first season of Breaking Bad. It's not good." I said, "You got to push through." Yeah. And I think that's what people are telling me. So maybe I'll get there. Yeah. So. I'm being fair about it, but yeah. whereas I've watched, like, if I pick a TV show, which we covered in our What We've Been Watching TV show episode a few weeks back, a show like From, mm. the first three episodes of that show, Electrifying? Speak to Me, yeah. Lost, the first, the double episode that kicked off Lost was one of the best 
pilot episodes I've seen of any show ever. Yeah, it was good at the beginning. It was there. fucking amazing. <laughs> it was you know, coming to you on the, the, the plane. Yeah. yeah. Th- that drew you in immediately. So I think they are stellar immediately out of the gate shows where you can argue about how long that lasted for in both instances of those yeah. shows. Whereas House of Dragon is a bit more traditional. Let's set things up. Let's take our time and let's see how it goes. So I'm totally in. We'll see. I oh, will definitely watch the rest of the season. The only reason we're covering this now after three episodes rather than waiting for the full 10 is there's just not many movies coming out at the moment that are nope. worth covering. So we had to kind of fill the hole, uh, so to speak. No pun intended. And House of Dragon is what we're doing. And I said we'd be short on our non-spoilery thoughts. We weren't. Let's get into <laughs> let's get into the spoils on the side of Jack. You can't handle the truth. And the truth is that uh, I think we're both saying watch House of the Dragon if you're at all interested in Game of Thrones and George R. R. Martin, noted fat cunt lazy prick. <laughs> Something I was um, thinking about was that with Game of Thrones, you are immediately um, sort of like presented with all these houses, okay? And each house has a very specific character, which is the cool thing if you ask me about Game of Thrones. Like the Starks are these winter people and their direwolf right. is their yep. thing. And yep. then, you know, the dragon people and then you got fucking the flayed people. Like all this sort of shit, right? So that's the kind of thing. Right here, you're just given one house and then the other ones are accents to it, right? Yeah, they're, they're peripherals that are floating around the edge. Right. So we see the Lannisters pop up with the, the twins in episode three. That's and, right. Yep. And that's, uh, by the way, they're the second most stylish house. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) lion fucking like guys it's cool anyway um, so that itself is cool to see all of these people and and, you know because everyone had the same name as the people in Game of Thrones Viserys was another this is the previous Viserys and there's another Aegon and this is the previous Aegon it's true I I didn't realise Viserys was the same I remember George your friend uh, R.R. Martin saying that Mm. you know he was told that a very specific thing not to do uh, when you write a book is to have people with similar sounding names because it's confusing. He's like, well, what if I make them the same name? <laughs> and I was like, Sorted. Exactly. But he still made it happen. So there you are. By the way, I did see an interview with George R. R. Martin who said, I genuinely, I know you won't take this with a ton of salt. He says, I don't want to leave this unfinished. I actually do want it to be a complete work. Works. I know. Faster. I know. George. I know. You are know. not in good health. You are not a young man anymore. And it's been 11 fucking years since the last book was it's quite published. A stretch, isn't it? It's 11 obviously. years. If this book is, even if it's 1,200 pages long, that means you've written, give or take, uh, one third of a page. Per day, you Paul, lazy prick. You think you're pissed off? Imagine being his publisher. Oh. <laughs> well, clearly he he he's fire and blood, and and his money, like whatever contract he's got, must be absolutely. Here's the contract, Paul. Solid. Here's the contract. It's like, hey, you owed us seven books, fucking two years, ago, ten years ago, whatever, right? He's like, I'm old. Fuck you. And there's nothing bigger out there, so go fuck yourself. No, the contract would be you deliver whenever you're ready to deliver. Yeah. Which only would have come about through. The success of all this shit. Absolutely. Because otherwise he defaults on every... I mean, he could walk anywhere and get it published. He doesn't need an advance, Paul. Yeah. He's got rich already. So, yeah, okay, there's that. So, sorry, back to the show. That's the thing about this show. I think by its nature, it isn't as deep as Game of Thrones because it hasn't got as many... Not as complicated. Not as many moving parts, at least so far. Exactly. So, that's cool. And I do like seeing Lannisters and stuff like that in this show. And, you know, okay, that's kind of cool. And, you know, you see all these other old people. I'd love to see a direwolf, but they're all... They're not near the north, so... Yeah, we've had no representation at all from the north at this point, have we? You know, we don't see any Starks. We don't see none of that shit. So, that's fine. I think the, um, the scenery is quite... Striking. There's a there's a Great Wall of China looking thing that that's very kind uh, of. It's nice. okay. It's obviously very much more one note than what Game of Thrones was, which because it does slip around and it's probably not fair just to sit here and compare everything to Game of Thrones. It's not. It's supposed to be an as- an aspect of Game of but Thrones, but it's I a guess. prequel show. It's a spin off show. It is what it is. 
I think this show lacks a Peter Dinklage as a Tyrion Lannister. I think it mm. lacks a Sean Bean as an Eddard Stark. I think. Who's the most noble man here? Not even Reese Funs. I oh don't God, think so. he's a prick. No, he's, he's an like, brick. He he's was, like he, hey, daughter, go fuck yes. the king. You know, how about <laughs> you, fourteen-year-old daughter, go and bed this king? I know. Offer what him the solace. Fuck? I'm like, so you're pimping out your daughter now. I think back in the day, high 14- quality fella. Oh, I know, but I think back in the day, fourteen years old was considered a woman. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, that the medieval idea times, that is kind of... And look, if you have read George's books... It's all... Back when it was they published... They everyone. Yeah, they, they yeah, aged up everyone. Like, Sansa was, Good move, was like eight years old from... from Not Sansa, sorry. In the, in the book, she's like eight the, years old? No, the young Arya. Arya was Aya. like eight years old oh, yeah, 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 yeah. through the book started, rather than 11 or 12 type shit. Well, I think a, a boy is considered a man at the age of 15 or something back then, so... You yeah, fortunate. Like, there's that really awfully uncomfortable scene in the second episode of House of Dragon where the young girl, with a young girl, saying, oh, uh, "My mother has said I don't have to bed you until I'm 14." Oh god! And she's like 11 or 12, and I'm just like, Ugh. the only thing that made that good was you see Viserys oh, he disgust. He's like, oh, fucking 12 year old girl. You know, like, it's like thank God for that. Yeah. And that's another cool thing about the show. You notice there's one scene very lightly touched on. Viserys is kneeling in front of candles, and he just puts his hand over the candles, and it doesn't burn him. And it's like, oh, that's right, because the true Targaryen does not get burned. Touched by dragons, yeah. Yes, so I thought, that's a bit cool. They could have played on that a bit more. So far, I'm actually impressed with Reese Fans, like, as, a, as an actor. He's actually... Okay. He's your fave uh, performance? Yes, yeah, sort of like, he just seems like a very stoic, sort of like... He's a bit like, well, he's a Hand of the King, so I guess he's, he's, he's not Ned Stark in terms of his, like, you know, um, whatever, being a, a good man, but he's... As close as it comes. I mean, is there another guy here? Again, I disagree. I think he's just playing the game and he's just as political as anybody else. Yeah. The, his, I don't the, think there's a good person here. I think Viserys, okay, yeah, he was really... Actually, yeah, Viserys he was, was probably the best guy. He was boy-focused to the point where... But they, they made it clear. This is There was outrage at this scene. The, first, the big controversy of the first episode, of course, is his wife dying in childbirth and then the child dying as well. Yeah. And because he had to make the choice and the, the meister, meister comes to him and says, look... Gonna, were, yeah. the, the chances of survival here are, are negligible for both parties, but basically you've got to make if we if we don't do anything, they're both going to die. If you do do something, maybe we can save the baby. So you made the only choice you could, right? Yes, because well, the, it wasn't a case of you can choose whether the wife is no, more likely. It, the wife's, like wife's going to die exactly. So, so yeah. yeah, she died screaming in horrible, horrible pain. I'm not saying that's okay, but what else would you do? Milk of the poppy, Paul. At least make her comfortable. Yeah, that's true. They could have done, done that, done that for yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yes. But that's sorry. not his fault. That's the maester's fault. Yeah, I know. That, that was really hard. I, ha- I mean, again, they're trying to be controversial and that's this show they're leaning into. But as you say, after that, they've really kind of gone away from the, the T and A and the P. It's they have, been haven't far they? less sick. Okay, that's fine. Not no, no that's totally fine. I mean, we've seen enough. But like... Uh, the first episode had the big tawny where Damon gets defeated by this sort of random dude who eventually Rhaenyra's... Appoints to Rhaenyra. Sorry, I'm getting the name wrong. It's Rhaenyra, yeah. Yeah, Rhaenyra appoints to... uh, That was a good scene where she just overrules Hightower. That that guy's the good guy, isn't he? So far, he's So far, he's the good guy because he's lowborn. And I wonder if they're building towards a bit of a a quiet romance. Oh, he's going to fuck her. (laughs) They're going to get fucked, man. Like, for real. Like, he's spending time in the Godswood with her or whatever, Kingswood or whatever, Kingswood country. I don't know, the the, the, um, (laughs) (laughs) the bloody shambles of a... um, It's a... (laughs) How's this kingdom going? It's a bloody shambles, bloody shambles of, course. of course. It's a very Aussie joke for any Americans going, what yeah, the fuck are they talking cut, about? It's a cut, which uh, um, about three people in the stupid, audience will know. <laughs> but like, no, they're, they're going to pound, right? Because like, she doesn't like the Lannister boy because he's a cunt. The other Lannister is too feeble. There's really no one else to bang or that like, we've seen so far. Well, she's, he, he, what I liked again about proving the series is the best of a bad bunch of characters. Even though he may not be the best leader, he's a good bloke. He's, he's like, okay, you choose. You have to marry 
fair enough. You're the, you're the heir to the throne. Absolutely. But choose who you want to and pick someone and get on with it. Exactly. Rather also, than I'm going to force you to do this, which I would imagine just about every other king slash... And he hasn't foot. rescinded upon like making her his yeah, heir, so which is also... Yep. Well, so far, exactly. But like he makes the point of saying, no, this is why it happens. So there's that. I was initially not sure whether... like. Reese Evans' daughter, the Ellicent or whatever, was actually fucking him. I thought she was just talking with him. But it turns out he's actually married her now. And Well, she's, that's because that's the thing about this show is we have a time skip at the end of every episode. So the first one skips forward a couple of months so we don't see the big mourning period mm, after the Queen dies. Yes. Then we skip forward two years for episode three and we've had – or three years actually. Well, that was – Because the- we've gone from nine months of her obviously being pregnant to having – Aegon, who's two years old yes, now. and another one on the way. And another one who's about to drop at any particular point. So I wonder when we're going to get... I know that somewhere in the midpoint of the series, they age up the girls. Alicent do they? Rhaenyra, yeah. Sorry, that's a spoiler for you. That's they, okay. They no, that's good. Forward. I was wondering Because this whole first that. season covers about 30 years. Shit. Mm-hmm. Shit. Oh, we could get to the end of Game of Thrones by the end of this thing. Not I'd, the end of the season, but the end of this show. I don't know how far for beer, but this first season, my understanding is well, we have 29 years. Oh, I didn't know. That. Actually, you know, that was a big surprise because on season, episode three... Well, they've jumped to at least what you said, two years or whatever. Three years, yep. Three years. Because um, at the beginning, they show that they show that uh, Viserys has some kind of skin condition, which they're trying to burn out. Well, and by the third no, episode, he's it, lost two fingers. He's cut himself on the throne, and it caused an infection. Yes, and now he's losing fingers as a result. Yeah. So we saw that very clearly in the first episode. He cut himself on the Iron Throne, and that's never gone away. And like you said, he's lost fingers. Bloody is, hell! Is that what kills him ultimately? I don't know. Like I've I haven't read Fire and Blood. He's certainly deteriorating. Mm-hmm. Um, the oh. Okay, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't make that connection, but I was sitting there going, "This is kind of weird." So there's that. And if we're going through 29 years, and there is a a war at some point among the Targaryens, okay, I guess it could be Daemon who comes hard for the throne. But my suspicion is it's Rhaenyras and her brother. Well, let's talk about half brother. Now, so Daemon is the guy you hate. He's the He's the you're supposed to hate, and you're you know he goes and he tries to steal the dragon egg, and he's got a dragon of his own, of course, which he but can then ride. His niece confronts him, and he decides that not to fight. That was a great move. That was a that, good scene. Her busting out like because under the clouds you see it moving, and then the dragon comes out, and she just wow, and like oh shit! So that was cool. I remember thinking, okay, that was like a sweet move, and he actually ended up throwing the the egg back to her, so that's kind of nice. I remember also thinking that the because he is a cunt. And because he's the, like, the, whatever, he should have been next in line and whatever, whatever. But you are ten, I tended to think, well, he's just a piece of shit and he's going to be like the Jamie Lannister kind of in terms of you like to hate him or whatever. Well, I said Jamie Lannister, stop being a piece of shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now, in this third episode, you see that he's been fighting his own little war with the crab people. And by the way, well, they're horrendous because they make people, you know, get fed to the crabs and so on. And joins they- with... Valerian, as, as often at the end of the second episode. Yeah, that was an interesting kind of move. Okay, I'm like, okay, so we're doing this now. But when he goes to the the crab people, are they the Ironborn? Is that who they are? Don't know. Don't know if they're meant to be an early precursor to that or not. Because the, the, the leader, that, that weird dude, has got that fucking grayscale stuff, right? Which is yes, what so he's he's from he's been to old Valeria and he's been infected. Right. And he's a like and they're still following him even though he's clearly on the way out. But when you see that okay, the king decides to help him and send the guard to him. That Damon guy is so incensed by his own ego that he's <laughs> beats, out. beats the uh, the messenger beats the down. messenger up right, and then goes fuck this. And gr- and now to f- to be fair, this is the good paradox. He rose out to that island with no one. To my knowledge, he has not set up a counterattack. He may have, but I'm not no, sure. No, I'm pretty sure he did. Did he? Yeah. Well, that's the heavy. Otherwise, everyone else arrives just at the right time. The, the two, the dragon arrived just at the right time, ridden by whoever it is. I couldn't even work out who's riding that other dragon. Uh, it's th- his. His. Um. There's another 
Targaryen, who's his, uh, uh, I don't know, he's some relation, but he yeah, also can ride. Because you have to be a Targaryen yes. to ride the dragons, is my understanding. Correct. So um, he, but he still took an awful chance to go there on his own, put his sword up, and then switch tables on him, and then start running through like a rain of arrows. He could have gone, and he got nailed a couple times, and was very spry after having gotten nailed in the chest by an arrow to still take out the other guy. But hey, these people were tougher than us. But you're seeing now that okay. Usually the asshole character is a bitch because he's like only out for himself and he's this and that. This guy actually is like, no, I'm a real warrior. I'm going to fucking take my entire life in my hands, not for the right reasons of saving the realm, but more because I'd rather not be upstaged by my brother. Yeah. And I want the respect of all these men. So he goes and he does it and he takes out the fucking grayscale weird guy. Look, it's interesting. I'm I'm torn on this. It is obviously the most action-packed scene. A great scene to open the episode where there's this guy who's being tortured to death and yep. the crabs are starting to feast on him and it's like, my lord will come for me. That's right. Save and me and then the dragon, the dragon steps, steps on him. On him and, and that shows you what an asshole Damon is. Yes. Because he's not really fighting and, and saving his men. He's just trying to hit, he's trying to win. Guys. Exactly. He's just trying to win at, at all costs. So that And then that's bookended by this big fight at the end where he looks like he's surrendering himself. He's got the white flag. And then he attacks the first dude, attacks everyone, comes at him, shows how big of a king, dick warrior he really is. Yeah. And his arrow's being shot at him. Look, it's absolutely bullshit. He basically takes on a whole army by himself about three or four minutes. Well, they, like, they very strategically... Ludicrous. Yeah, it's a very Bruce Lee thing where they start attacking one at a time until they all surround him, yeah. in which case the big fucking dragon... And the dragon comes, comes and burns them all. Great. It's a good scene. It's en- enjoyable, entertaining. I query the decision then for him to chase the crab dude in... Into a cave? cave. Not his, his decision to do that. Where but he could have had We don't even see it. Yes. That's a strange choice to me. It was a strange choice. And I was sitting there going, even when he, because he obviously cut him in half and just drags him out, like half his body out. I'm like, dude, that guy's got grayscale. Don't touch him. If we've learned anything from fucking, Good what's point. his name? Uh, Ian Glenn. You can't touch these fuckers. But uh, maybe he touched a part of his, his arm that didn't have grayscale. I'm not sure. Seems a bit of a risk. Anyway, yes, you're right. We wanted to see him cut that motherfucker up. I was genuinely shocked. I thought, well, here's our maybe not the big bad of the whole season, but here's our foe that we're going to be seeing, who we're going to see him speak, and we're going to see his reach, rationale and re- dead. Oh, okay, that's the end of that then. Interesting. Yeah, and that would have been a relatively cheap scene to shoot, a scene to shoot because it's a it's a fight scene, not a dragon taking out a motherfucker's scene. So it's like, why didn't they film that? Very unusual. Odd, odd choice. Very unusual. Um, but I did think it was very cool. But like, a welcome action beat. Absolutely. You know, in a, what is and will always be a more talky show. So so far, are you have you have you picked a, a character that you like? Your favorite character? Is there something, some performance that you like more? Like I said, Viserys is is the best performance I think on the show. Yeah, Paddy Constantine, and I think that Rhaenyra is the character Emma D'Arcy's character who will become Millie Alcock. Oh, uh, so they're going to change actresses? Yes, got it. Sorry, no, Millie Alcock now who becomes Emma D'Arcy is is. is it's a bit of a shame. I like that girl. I like that young girl. Yeah, she's, she's, she's doing, doing a good, good job. job. A character that I quite like is his, not Recifens, but like the king has another advisor who's very frank with him. The guy with the beard. Yeah, he's come into him a couple of times. Yeah. Now that guy seems And I suppose it should be your son that wants... No, actually not. It's what I counseled you years ago to do. And it's the same reason now. Now that I think... That guy is kind of... I don't know if he's cool or whatever, but because he's so... One, he has the king's ear, so there's respect. Two... And even when he's drunk, he's not angry with him. They just sort of pats him on the back like, yep. Thanks for your counsel. Yeah, and so there's that. And then he also, he's obviously possibly the smartest guy in the room when it comes to yeah, like the, the Game of Thrones. You know, He's like, okay, well, here's the best political move. Boom. Everyone else is out for themselves. He's just saying, this is the smart move. This is the best move for the kingdom. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. The other bit I thought was interesting is that given we've seen now Damon take on an army mm. and not die, how good does it make the Kingsguard, which Rhaenyra has chosen, 
So, Sir Kristen Cole. Yeah. He defeated him in the tourney one-on-one in the first episode. Yeah, but it's a tourney, Paul. Still. I know, no, no, I know. And I, he would have killed Damon if it was a fight. Yeah, proper fight at that point. And how does that work, by the way? When you defeat like the prince oh, in the Oh, I fully expected thing. him to die before the end of the episode. Well, I that thought was we were going to establish Damon as being a really, really, really bad guy. Because they say yield, right? Yep. But let's say you actually pull the axe down and you kill the prince of the realm. Yeah. How, are you, are yeah, you well no, thought that, of? That wouldn't that? be okay. I don't think so, right? <laughs> so it's like yield. Yeah, you're right. Because a lot of people, when they know that the other guy is actually like highborn, they just put their lance down and they don't do the thing. I, I know who you are. I'm putting it down yeah, and right. it's well known. So, yeah, you're right. You probably can't just do that. <laughs> But I do like this Christian fella. Yeah, right? seems like a good bloke, and I hope he, he plays a, a significant role. Well, he's good looking, forward. Paul. You see, so that's doesn't why hurt. I think they got a bone. Doesn't hurt, you know. So yeah, we'll good see looking, how he's good at his job, and you know, is there for an era. So. I wonder if they'll age him up with the girl. They won't replace Probably not. him. They won't. He's old enough to be mm. still the same looking, so that's fine. All right. Well, that's my thoughts on House of the Dragon. Anything else from you, Wayne? Uh, no, I think we've covered everything. Um, I think that. Oh, by the way, that Damon scene at the end. Just a little note, I think. That whole end act on the last episode where you see Damon turn up after the, the dragon, he doesn't say a single word that whole episode. Did you notice ah, that? Okay. Yeah, so the whole thing is action. He says nothing. So that was kind of cool. All um, performance from Matt yes. Smith. There you are. All right. Score, Wayne. What are you giving it thus far? Three episodes in. Obviously, this can change and will change before the end of the season. And maybe we'll return to revisit this one as a review. But if not, we'll certainly talk about it at some point, I'm sure, at the end of the year. Yeah, I think for a three-episode arc at the beginning of a show, it impressed me enough to keep going, which means it's succeeded it's you're it's gonna get a 69 oh, <laughs> once again in lockstep i'm giving it 70 flat oh, good, 70 good, good good so seven out of ten exactly what you just said for all the reasons that you've described and i'm, I'm keen to see where it goes it could go up or could go down from here but uh, that's the problem with reviewing something three episodes in right we'll cover it towards the end of the year or we'll talk about it at least so we will let us know what you think of house of the dragon or indeed anything to do with the countdown you can do so via email at the countdown podcast at gmail.com on twitter at the countdown pc Check out our website with links to everything, including Patreon and our T-shirt store on thecountdownpodcast.com, which is where that link is, or all those links are. And that's it for me, Wayne. Thanks so much. No problem. We'll catch you next time. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. Vala Morghulis. (laughs) That wasn't The Soundboard. (laughs) This is The Soundboard. You're mocking me, aren't you? Yeah, I like mine better. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever I put there. We'll catch you next time. See you.